Hi, superstars. Welcome back to the Awesome Overflow. This is your Awesome Overflow for October 2022, coming in under the wire. As you guys are listening, it's Halloween, so happy Halloween. And I am so thrilled to be joined by one of my favorite people. And you just got to hear her on Friday's episode of Sorta Awesome, Julie Tupperman. Hello, and how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm I'm so great now that we get to sit down and have another hour of conversation to, in the same week, what is even happening? Best week ever. So much fun. Best week. Yes. You and I have a lot to catch up on, and we have some stories and some stuff that's definitely just for the superstars. But since it is Halloween, I am like super curious. I don't think we've ever talked about this. If Just as a reminder, Julie grew up in the U.S., has lived in Canada as a as dual citizen now, officially yeah. Yeah. Canadian U.S. citizen. Um, how long have you lived in Canada? Um, fourteen and a half years. Okay, so so a while. Yes, you're quite yeah. familiar, yes. obviously. Yes. Um, tell me, do a little compare contrast. What's Halloween like in Canada exactly as opposed to? Is it the exact same, same. thing? It's the yes. same. I actually get that question a lot about most holidays. Do you like? Do you guys have Halloween? Oh, thank <laughs> God, we do. We do yes. have Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um, I One thing I'm super curious about, because I know you and I both, we have like um, a very conflicted, complicated relationship with sugar, both of us. It's yes. not unusual for one or the other to text and be like, yeah. okay, let's do sh- sugar accountability time. Yeah. Yeah. Take a week off from it. Um, mm-hmm. Candy. Is there US candy from like your growing up years that you can't find in Canada that you miss and or... Is there Canadian candy that you're like, okay, this is actually superior to oh, U.S. This, candy? This we could talk for an entire hour about. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the U.S. candy, there there actually are quite a few candies that you can get in the States, but you can't get in Canada. But because I still work in Michigan and I cross oh, the right. border, yeah. I just bring it over. You just um, go to the local 7-Eleven and that's right. grab I, what you need. I, I, <laughs> go to Target and buy all this stuff. And, yeah. you know, and and like, there's a lot of the same things. Like they've got all the Hershey products, all the Reese's products, like most of the stuff there is the same, but there's just a few things here and there. The Canadian candy, on the other hand, I actually think there are so many fun Canadian candies. So there are coffee crisps, which is like wafer, like coffee flavored. It's chocolate. It's, oh, yum. I, I, really, I was unprepared for this. I have them in the other room. Yes. I, I could open them and show you. So there's coffee crisps. They're delicious. There's Aero Bar, which comes in all the different flavors. And that is like a chocolate bar with air bubbles inside of it. So when yes. you eat it, it just has a different mouth feel and is delicious. Um, yeah. There is, there are, I should say, there, um, there's Wonder Bars. There are, I mean, there are so many. I, I have to like actually think there are so many candies. And actually what I do after Halloween, I bring, especially because my daughter, um, has celiac, I bring all the candy we can't eat and I bring it to work and people go nuts. They go <laughs> absolutely. They, they are like shoving in their face. There's something called Smarties, which for the Canadians who are listening, I apologize. I hate them. Okay. I, I really, I think they're gross. Okay. That, that I could probably get kicked out of Canada for saying oh, that. No. They are all, imagine M&Ms, but with okay. a slightly different, like a thicker shell, uh-huh. a little less chocolate and a different taste. Oh, okay. People love them. Yeah. I, ugh, I'll send you some. Anybody who wants to try some Smarties, let me know. I'll, I'll mail them out. 
These are gross. And they're, not, <laughs> and they're not smarties like we think of smarties. Right. Roll with the with like the citric yeah, yeah, acid. Yeah. I actually like those smarties better. Than okay. The faux M M&M and M smarties, but they are very pretty. Yeah. I, I almost want to get up, but I'm not going to. They're like very pretty. There's like purple and blue and pink. They're re- very pretty. Okay. I just think they taste bad. They're bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That is so fascinating. I've never even heard of those. But here's a real question for you about Halloween candy. I was just talking about this with one of my girlfriends. Is the chocolate – like let's talk about Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Used of course. to be the pinnacle of everything. I still yes. love them. I feel yes. like they're not as good as they used they're to be. They're not. Is it, Hands down. Is it, so what is – is it are our palates more refined or is the chocolate not, not as good? I do this not is know. Disturbing. It is so disturbing. You are not wrong. You are not off base. Mm. I do not know if it genuinely is that as we get older, just like literally our taste buds, our palates, it changes. Or if the quality of candy that's being made now is just lacking what it used to be. But speaking of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, I really don't usually eat a lot of the Halloween candy. I really do try because, you know, I am... At an age where just like having a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup throws my blood sugar off. And I'm just like, well, it's not worth the price tag, right? But for like really good candy, it is worth it. Mm-hmm. I tried um, a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. The kids, of course, you know, the candy starts flowing into your house before mm-hmm. Halloween, even mm-hmm. if you try to stop it. So I tried one and I was like, this, it tastes like plastic, plastic chocolate. Yeah, so disappointing. Such a bummer. Such a bummer. Oh wait, but I have something important when we're talking about candy. Yeah, um, we have thing. We have something called fuzzy peaches, which are like oh. gummy peach flavors. They're made by the oh. same. It's here. They're called. It's Maynard's who also makes Swedish Fish. Okay, Swedish yes. Fish tastes exactly the same. There's something called red berries, which are basically small berry shaped, made of the same material candy. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah, yeah. As the red Swedish Fish, so you can buy entire bags of just the red. But this fuzzy peaches are delicious. That sounds amazing. I would I would be all in on that. I love Swedish fish. That is probably my favorite non-chocolate candy mm-hmm. is Swedish mm-hmm. fish. Mm-hmm. Um, but wait, and, I have something else important to discuss about okay. this. Yes, really. let's hear it. I was thinking about this last night because um, I did break into the Halloween candy yesterday. Um, there's a lot going on in our house. You already know. My <laughs> no, it's not, it's not fine. It's all excused. You get a full pass. Yeah. So I last night I couldn't handle it anymore, and I had to go walk the dog after doing like everything on my own of the pickups and drop offs and feeding. And I, I literally microwaved a burrito for my daughter, put it on a plate, and I was like, "Get in the car, we're going." And she looked and she's like, "You eat a burrito in the car?" I'm like, "There's literally this is the one who's gluten free." There's no time. There's no time. Who's the bread? I'm like, take the take the burrito. <laughs> and then she gets home. She goes, "I didn't eat the burrito. I'm hungry." And I'm like, "I." Anyway. So I have to walk the dog after all of this. And I'm like, I can't deal. So I go downstairs. I grab a handful, rip open the box, grab it. And I'm walking the dog and eating Halloween candy. We need to talk about how little candy there is in each of these little things. I opened a a fun-sized peanut M&M, four. Yes. The fun size has become a big bummer size. No. Very disappointing. Everything's shrinking. Everything's worse. Like I'll why? Tell you, it's and not now shrinking. it's shrinking. My body after that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you were 
you were doing your aerobic exercise at the same time walking the dogs. That's fair. It probably did balance itself out. But like the same thing, Swedish fish, five mini Swedish fish. If I was a child, I would be furious. Cheated. Cheated. Thankfully, I don't think our kids know any better. They don't know. They don't know about the good times of the good old days. I'm offended. (laughs) I'm offended for you. Oh my gosh. Everything's rude. Um, one of the main reasons that I wanted to have you do the overflow is because I feel like the, I feel like the superstars are a community of people who need to know the story of the latest addition to the Tupperman family, who is not a mammal in any way, no. shape or form. No, not, not, not at all. Tell us the story starting with the beginning of your husband and his, okay. his, okay. your husband Noah has his own Benedict Cumberbatch, but it's not a human. That is right. He really loves what he loves. It's really yes. right. So my husband Noah, he has always loved animals, every, everything, everything. He loves every nature. living creature. Really. And he, in a past life, I am sure was like an, an animal tracker. Like he is the person <laughs> who he's driving. He's like, 700 meters away, there's an eagle in the tree facing west. And I'm like, I can't even see that. I don't even see the tree you're talking about. I'm not kidding. Like he said, he once went on a trip with his parents. Um, they like, like, I think it might have actually been an African safari. And the guide got angry at Noah because Noah was spotting the animals before he was. He was so like, (laughs) he, this is something that like, is a thing for him. And yes. Noah Tepperman, my love, he has always loved praying mantises. Okay. Yep. In a weird thing, they come to him, Meg. It's very strange. Like we will be walking. Um, there's a national park um, here in Canada. It's called Point Pelee. It's the southern the southernmost tip of Canada. And it's like an hour away from our house. So we'll drive there and spend the afternoon hiking and, you know, yeah. and literally praying mantises were jumping out of the oh my out of the, the the path and jumping on Noah, not jumping on me, not my kids. He's, no one. He's the actual mantis pictures. whisperer. He's the mantis whisperer. Yes. So he he loves them, and we joke around. Oh, they're your spirit animal. And look, I don't like bugs. Okay, I am really good at killing spiders when nobody else is around. Mm-hmm. Um, if if or rather when Noah is not around, he will of course take them outside. I was going to say I cannot I mean, imagine that he would yeah. ever kill one, but okay, I kill them. Noah yes, I is luckily too. not listening. I kill them. Um, yes, I I have lied about killing them to my oh. children because my husband always takes them outside. I'm like I'm like oh no, it's fine. And I <laughs> anyway, you know oh a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do, Meg. So <laughs> last Tuesday, so like a week and a half ago already. Um, I get a text message from Noah. I'm at work and he's like, you're never going to believe what happened. So I'm like, I, I don't understand. And he texts me a picture of a praying mantis. And I'm like, okay. I, okay. So I call him like, I don't understand. Great. You saw another praying mantis. This is not <laughs> yes. unusual. He's like, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I found a big praying mantis and it was about to die from the cold. Mm, and I yes. says, okay. And he goes, I didn't know what to do. So I put it in the car. Oh, oh. Well, and I'm like, as one does. I, I'm like, I, I'm just silent. I'm just silent yes. because I'm like, I need to see what's happening. He goes, um, Benji, he's like, and then he's telling me this, by the way, this is at the end of the day. So several of these events had already, so I put it in the car. I'm like, okay. And he goes, it's been in the car all day. Um, I'm going to take it home. 
And I said, oh. I'm, I'm sorry. What? Okay. what? And he goes, yeah, I, we're going to, I'm just going to figure something. Out. I'm going to take it. I'm like, all right, fine. I, we'll deal with this later. I'm at work. I get home. We'll deal with this later. I can't. I can't, Meg. I can't. So <laughs> I get home that night and, you know, I'm like, so what's going on? And he goes, well, the praying mantis is still in the car. And Benji comes in, my son. He goes, I named it Bob. And I was like, mm, okay, great. There's a, a praying mantis named Bob in your car. And I'm making dinner and doing all Is it things. like, is it on the loose in his car? Like, is it crawling I, around? Is it in a container? I think he put it in like a plastic container, but he okay. didn't know exactly what to do. And it was, I mean, it was cold out. It was, and it was know, almost frozen. So I'm sure it was, it was not easy to catch, but also yes. they literally just come to him. Yeah. So, um, I come, I, I come into the kitchen and Noah has taken like one of those like rectangular Ziploc plastic containers, covered it, covered, like put like foil on it, poked holes in it. And there is a praying mantis living on my dining room table. And I look at him, he's like, it's just temporary. And I was like, mm. okay, fine. I, mm-hmm. Okay, Meg, he didn't mean keeping the praying mantis was temporary. What he meant was the container was temporary. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day, Wednesday, he went to the pet store and bought a salamander enclosure. Oh, of course. Because that, that is what, what seems a habitat. about right. A habitat. Sorry. I called yes. it a cage and I got <laughs> reprimanded by my daughter. It's not a cage. It's not a cage, mother. He bought um, – I actually have it right here because I'm recording in the dining room. This is – like critter stuff you can put at the bottom of a, of a thing. Oh, yes. I, yes, yes. He put in like chopsticks for it to climb on. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, uh, my. All these things. And this has gotten so much more serious than I even oh, knew about. Meg, you don't even know. <laughs> so then um, – and so it's it's still on the dining room table. I'm calm about it. I'm like, that's fine. Forgetting the fact that Thursday he leaves for New York for four days. Right, so right, right, right. He texts yes. me and he's like – he leaves for New York and he texts me, um, you're going to need to go to the pet store and buy crickets. And I texted him back, I do not think our marriage is strong enough to, su- to sustain crickets. I don't like crickets. Actually, one of my oldest friends, she hates them. And she we will actually refer to things as crickety because oh. like, you, don't, you don't know where crickets are going to jump. No. Like they're completely unpredictable. Completely. They can jump right out at you. Yes. So my friend Melissa, she hates crickets. So um, I'm looking at it. Right now. Not the cric- not crickets. I'm looking. So I actually have to go to the pet store where, who knew, you go to the back, you press a button, somebody comes. They have boxes full of crickets. One box for the small crickets, one box for the live crickets. What for the big crickets? What yeah. has my life become? I what don't know. What has my life become? So I have to buy the crickets. I Come oh home. I have to open the enclosure and like praying that the thing doesn't jump out. Oh, oh my God. I forgot the most important part. The most important part, Meg. And you've heard this already because I texted you. Um, the second day. So, you know, when we had the new enclosure, we come downstairs and Noah says, we have, a, we have a situation with Bob. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you're like, we girl. already had a situation. Right. Bob's a girl. What do you mean? Bob's a girl. Bob built its egg sack. It's, it's, and it's a, it's a thing I could, I'll show you if I haven't already. It's like, and by the way, praying mantis, praying mantises are great for the environment. They eat mosquitoes. We have actually purchased praying mantis eggs like there and you, you leave them outside for months and then they like when the weather warms up, they hatch. So Bob is now Lady Bob. I feel like I have to clarify. So Bob is now called Lady Bob. 
Yes. Because I decided that's what Lady Bob should be called. Yes. And um, I have to put the crickets in the cage. I Sorry, I did it again. In the enclosure, I come downstairs. <laughs> I catch Lady Bob snacking upside down. Oh, yeah. Nature and, is just unfolding in your dining room. Unfolding. And by the way, that part was actually really interesting. I had like a little National Geographic moment. Yeah. Here's the thing. Praying mantises, they look at you. They have these like triangle, like alien Oof. heads. And you walk yeah. in and it's like... Um, I just since <laughs> nobody so else can see me, but you, it's so creepy. And Bob really likes to be upside down on the roof. And Lady Bob is doing well. I had to buy. Cra- oh, and then so Noah gets home. You already know this as well. Yes, Noah gets home on Sunday, um, n- knowing that he had had a COVID exposure on Saturday. So he's uh, we our guest room is in the basement. And so he's been living in the basement since Sunday. And he's like, you have to go buy more crickets. I was like, this. Is absolute nonsense. He ended up, you know, he gets COVID. So I am taking care of children, a dog, a praying mantis, and a husband in the basement. He's like my own little troll. Um, who can't leave. He can't. <laughs> oh my gosh, Julie. It's, it is. It's my too life much. is, my life is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But like, I mean, and this is the worst thing, Meg. I'm now getting I, I I I'm getting not attached, but I'm getting emotionally invested. Yes, every, I know. Every day I go. Oh, and then when we were recording, yeah, was this was from, like traumatic. Like right before we started recording, really, really traumatic. It yes, got its leg stuck and it's fine, but the leg was actually turning black, and yes. I was panicked. It was bad. The, it's fine. I mean, it's not like it has far to go. But, and I thought it was going to die. And I yeah. almost, I feel badly. I, I feel like I shouldn't say this, but it is an insect. So, but like I almost wish that it would just die already because I cannot deal with coming down every morning to see if it's dead or not because it's a bug. We don't know how how old it already is. Maybe it's at the end of its lifespan and had left us an egg sac to remember her by. I don't know. But never in my life, there are a lot of things that have happened that I never expected. Truly. Never in a million evers did I think that I was going to have a praying mantis and if I had thought about it, I would have thought it would have come from one of the kids, not my husband. I love this story so much. And I need to make it clear right now for all of the superstars. I have already claimed this story. I told Julie, should I ever write fiction, which is never going to happen. But if I ever did, I want this little vignette, this little story of the man who loved the praying mantises. The man who loved the praying mantis. If anybody wants, I will will take a picture of Lady Bob. Please do. And uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. And so So I, I, I everyone can experience it with you. (laughs) You know, I'll take a picture of myself with the bag of crickets. (laughs) Okay, so the crickets are alive. It's just to make it alive. Oh no, crickets crickets are alive. alive. You you put them. So they scoop them. They have like a scooper and they put it into a plastic bag and they ask if you want cardboard or not. And I was like, I guess I do. And I think it was actually helpful because then I like, they all climbed onto the cardboard so then I could just shake the bag upside down and then the cardboard fell out, knocking the crickets out. So I didn't have to worry about one jumping out of the bag or anything like that. So did you just like dump the whole thing in there? That's exactly what I did. And then like, like this, like holding the top in one hand, I'm like shaking it upside down with the other hand, just get it away from me. Wow. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. I personally have learned so much about brain mantises just from this. Listen, if Living anybody vicariously. 
anybody else is interested, um, I will volunteer Noah. He'll be happy. We could do a little Zoom. Any superstars who want a little – anybody who wants to meet Lady Bob, it is – my. I really believe my life is is sometimes a sitcom, and this yes. is I, I don't understand. And it's I just not think, like no. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean I think it's just I mean like seriously, you are always balancing so much, juggling so much. You have so many responsibilities, so many people okay. counting on you so for so many things. Okay. <laughs> Noah's like, oh, and also, I did bring home a rescue praying mantis. <laughs> And you're going to be responsible for keeping it alive. Bye. Here's the thing, Meg. Praying mantises apparently have a four-month to one-year. Oh, really? Yeah. And here's the thing. Oh, wow. We already have – we have to board the dog – well, we're not boarding her because we can't. That's a whole other story. Um, But we have to put the dog somewhere for Thanksgiving. Do I need to find someone to take care of the praying mantis? No. I think if you just dump a whole fresh box of crickets in there, Lady Bob will – but Let no, Meg, its course. no, they are supposed to eat every one to four days. And we are gone for longer than that because we drive to my parents. Oh, no. Oh, I, this is absurd. Maybe Straight you should just, just bring Lady Bob along go. for the trip. Oh, I feel like <laughs> that's a hard pass. Um, but I, after the, like, while Noah was in New York, that was when the weather got really warm again here and this yes. part of the world. But, you know, it's like in se- mid 70s out of nowhere. Yeah. I call Noah. I'm like, listen, I really yeah. think we should let Lady Bob go. You yeah, have Lady Bob's, Bob's egg sack. Put her, put her back in nature. Let her, let her live her life. Yeah. yeah. No. No, he's attached now. He's and- attached. Oh my goodness. Oh, and wow. For, for anybody who is stuck through this ridiculous story, I appreciate you because <laughs> this is crazy pants. <laughs> I love it. And it really is such a great example of just like love what you love, love what you, you know. Live. But then also really does. sometimes you do have to maybe like check your own boundaries about what you're loving and how much it impedes on the lives of others around you. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's a balance to strike here. I feel like had Noah not had a COVID exposure and then gotten COVID, I think this would have been a million, like a million times easier for me. For sure. It would have been his thing. Yes. But adding that on top, like my girlfriend called me and she's like, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm in PetSmart buying crickets. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I thought you said you're buying crickets. <laughs> By the way, for those who are interested, it's 95 cents plus tax for six small live crickets. Okay. Well, there Just you FYI. go. FYI. If you're planning on rescuing a praying mantis, please factor that into your costs. <laughs> it's a, it's and don't call it a cage. And don't call it a cage. Your 12-year-old will get very angry. <laughs> it's an enclosure or a habitat. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. this so much. Um, yeah. The ongoing adventures of Lady Bob. It's, it's <laughs> been quite the saga. Um, we have added to our house and our family as well, just sort of snuck up on us out of the blue. We recently got a new puppy. She is technically for AJ. AJ picked her out and. It is, it's, it's crazy. If you're, if you're keeping track, yes, we do have five kids. We have uh-huh. two dogs, our, our Boston Terriers, who are two and a half now, who we love. And now we have a third dog. Julie, do you remember in this season of normal gossip, 
the one about the, I don't know if you've listened to it yet or not, the, when the, the, the neighbors with the thin walls and they had two Siamese cats. No. Okay, I you haven't listened listen to this yet. one. No. Well, I, this doesn't give away the story, but in that episode of Normal Gossip in the story, these th- these people have really, really extremely thin walls. You can hear everything that's going on with the neighbors. And they have two Siamese cats who are very talky cats. Okay. And one of the big fights the neighbors get into about is about whether or not to add a third cat and like what are the implications of having a third cat. I was like, I feel like I'm living out a weird alternate reality of that because we had such a dilemma about like, is it weird to have three dogs? Like, I don't know, but now we do. <laughs> So I, I want to know more about like, first of all, like, tell me about like, why did AJ want a dog? To, I want to hear the whole story. Okay. Well, AJ has had a rough couple of years. Mm-hmm. COVID hit in the middle, like at the end of her sixth grade year and her middle school years were just really crappy. Like middle school's bad mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. Add COVID on top of that, add friendship dramas, I don't want to go into all the specifics, but she had a really rough run. She's been kind of getting back on her feet now that she's in high school and kind of like finding herself again, getting some more confidence, but she's still, you know, she's just kind of been going through some rough times. Mm -hmm. And she also loves, 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 loves dogs so much. Mm -hmm. And like I said, there is a there is a series of conversations I will not drag everyone down to the trail of, but ultimately we were like, well, I mean, what if we got another, what if we got a puppy? It just kind of like all fell together at once. So we did get a puppy. She's three months old. She's a terrier mix and oh. she's so pretty. She's like that kind of silver. I guess they call them blue in the yeah. dog world, but that silvery color. She's got like silvery blue eyes. She's oh. so pretty ready and so sweet and so snuggly and after much dilemma and much debate we named her something that will sound very familiar to you we landed on izzy i love it her name and you have an izzy puppy i have an izzy puppy too she's the best um we really had a dilemma when we very first got her AJ wanted to name her ivy like we went through a whole bunch of names mm-hmm. this that's to to aj that's like one of the peak pinnacle moments of pet ownership is like, you got to think about all of the names. And we were looking at our our older dog's names, Francie and Stella. What goes with Francie and Stella? And like AJ was like looking at all of these different things on the internet, type, 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 looking at all the possibilities. And so we had thought Ivy or she thought Ivy. And we didn't, this was just me and her as we were going to go um, pick up the puppy. She was like, yeah, I really think that I like Ivy. I, I think that's going to be it. So um, we we go to the to the couple's home and we check her out and, you know, all of this stuff. So AJ's holding, we've, we, this is the puppy that immediately went to AJ, like Amazing. right away. Instant, instant attraction. Love at first sight. So we are out at the suburban getting ready to take her home. And I take a picture, snap a picture and send it to Kyle. And he was like, um, what a sweet little Izzy. Like he just said it like straight out, did not know any of the names we were considering or anything. And so <laughs> we get her home and then it's like this back and forth between Kyle and AJ. It's going to be Izzy. They're going to be Ivy. And then privately, like then it took us days to decide what to call it. Privately, AJ had told me, um, I actually kind of do like Izzy, but I just feel like I can't let dad win. 
<laughs> so I was texting back and forth with the woman we got her from. And I was like, we're just like trying to decide on a name. We're kind of between Ivy or Izzy. And the the lady um, had texted back, well, I think that I look at her and I can just see a total Izzy. That's my vote. And so I showed that to AJ and she was like, okay, it's true. She probably is Izzy. And it really does fit her so well. That is the best. She is so, so sweet and so busy. And I had totally forgotten how busy puppies are. Oh my gosh, Julie. Uh (laughs) And of course, since I'm here, then I do all the puppy stuff. So we're doing so that, it all I again. I was going to ask, is she taking care of the puppy? Like, how is this her puppy versus the other puppies? Like, what's different there? When she's at home, yes, it, it is her. She is playing with her. She is, you know, we're working on training together. All uh-huh. of this stuff um, is he's been sleeping with her. Like, it is like when she's here, oh, she's very, very hands-on with it. We've and that's caused some jealousy with our bosties who are feeling that. very um, insecure. So they've been <laughs> extra needy. One of our bosties, Stella, only likes Kyle and AJ. That's it. She'll tolerate the rest of us. But she only likes Kyle and AJ. And so she especially has been feeling the the jealousy but we're 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 into it now we're all getting used to each other and and all of those things so it's that just is so a first all, adventure i don't think we ever talked about this but lily named our dog izzy she's the one who oh. picked that name also okay yeah that's so fun yeah so fun so i love that so yeah you know family life if it's not kids stuff it's animal stuff and if Sometimes it's animals and kids stuff. That's right. Listen, if it's not chaos, it's boring, right? Right, exactly. I can't even imagine what it would be like to be bored. I'm just just trying to figure out like what is like to be inside your house when everybody is is there and and now you have three dogs. I'm just I'm just trying to imagine. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely chaos here at all times. Like you have to just sort of be able to tolerate a certain level of chaos. <laughs> and how is Nico doing with the puppy? Oh, he loves her. They are definitely in competition for okay, who's gonna be the the real boss here? <laughs> Ooh. All right, more to come on that one for sure. That'll be fun yeah. to hear about. Nico thinks he runs this world. And sometimes it does feel like he I does. Mean, he sort of does. <laughs> <laughs> like what's the um, phrase? It's Nico's world. We're all just living in Yes. You know? Basically, basically, yeah. yes. Um, but I mean, so far, so good. So we're really excited. We're, we're really excited to start training her and just kind of getting her acclimated into all of the rhythms of family life here. So it's been really good. And, and it's definitely bringing her into the family has been the bright spot in the laughter and the, you know, just puppy silliness that we all needed for sure. And AJ's happy. And that's yes. what, you, you know, that yes. the desired outcome has been achieved. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, speaking of kids and doing fun stuff and like just going on adventures, you never thought you were going to go on because of your kids. Not only did our Rebecca Hoffer get to go see Harry Styles in Austin and also Lori Lynn, our social media manager, saw Harry in Austin. You also had a whole Harry experience, not in Austin, but in Chicago, right? In Chicago. Yes. So first of all, I have to give Rebecca all the credit because 
Number one, I never would have even entertained the idea, and I'll get to how we got there in a minute. But had Rebecca not you know, spent so much time in the past talking about how great he is and how great his shows are, I don't think I ever would have even considered. So Rebecca, you're amazing for so many reasons. That's just one of them. Thank you yes. for that. Um, so over the summer, back up even further. So going on with our thread here of middle school is the worst. Um, yeah. My- 12-year-old had a very, very – she was younger then. She's in seventh grade this year. She had a very hard sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was not because of COVID. It was because um, sixth grade girls are mean. Yes. And um, my, and Lily just had a really rough go. It was not yes. a happy year for her for many reasons. For sure. So over the summer, um, in one of those like happy twists of fate, one of Benji's friends has an older sister who's a year ahead of Lily. And next this school year, we knew that those that those two were going to be in in the same class for the first time ever. They knew who each other were, but they were definitely not friends. And we had a family get together, and the the two older girls totally clicked. And they one of the things they bonded over was loving Harry Styles music. So and, fun, yeah. So in early July. The girl, you know, this is when this all, you know, we're at their house for dinner. We're hanging out in the backyard and the girls come up and it's, you know, the th- so it's, <laughs> it's Lily and the, and her friend Judy and then uh-huh. Judy's younger sister, Maria, who is Benji's friend. And this okay. comes into play. The three girls come up and they say, can we please go to see Harry Styles? Um, <laughs> Just like out of the I blue. Mean, literally out of the blue. And I was like, Lily, you don't even like Harry Styles. And she was like, no, I sort of like Harry Styles. Like I don't not like Harry Styles, but I really want to go to this concert. And I was like, I mean, I didn't say this out loud because I try to at least pretend like I'm entertaining their request. And I'm like, absolutely not. No, a hundred times. No, it's like, no, no. And the girls ignore the no from both parents. Yeah. You start pulling up tour dates and I'm like, uh, you know, Toronto's already all sold out. We're not going. And they're like, we could go to, Lily starts saying, we could go to New York. My sister-in-law and brother-in-law live in Brooklyn. Okay. So we could stay with, you know, with, with them. We could, you know, it would be so much fun. And I was like, okay, we'll talk about it later. Okay. I'm completely <laughs> shutting it down. <laughs> right. Because yes. no, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, also like you're, you're at this point, she hadn't even turned 12 yet. She's still 11. I'm like, yeah. This is ridiculous. So we're back at their house the, a week later. They have a pool, so we spent a lot of time there this summer. Yeah. And the girls come up to me and and the and my friend, the, their mom, and they're like, "Please, we really want this." Meanwhile, Benji is getting really, really angry because what the girls have started to do every time we get together is they get in the pool, put her phone on this, the older daughter's phone on the side, uh-huh. and they, all they do, they don't want to swim and play. They just want to lounge and listen to Harry Styles music. <laughs> And Benji's like, what happened to my friends? This Literally. is boring. Benji gets out of the pool in front. I was so embarrassed, Mike. He gets out of the pool and comes up to me in front of my friends. He goes, can I go to another friend's house? This is not fun. <laughs> Bless his sweetheart. Oh, to be a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> and by the way, he wasn't wrong. You know, like they were ignoring him. And it's not fun to be in the, somebody's pool with nothing else. Right. Like, anyway. Yes. So the mom looks at me and she goes, the girls have gone back to the pool. She goes, do you want to seriously consider this? Maybe we'll, we could go to the one in Chicago. And I, we, and I was like, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll look. So everything lined up perfectly. It turns out he had shows in Chicago and one of them, well, a few of them were over Canadian Thanksgiving weekend. So we oh. already had a long weekend. When yes. it was taking place, Chicago, you know, from Windsor, you know, we're across the river from Detroit. So it's like a, depending on the traffic and construction, which 
as all of the Michigan awesomes know, there is always construction between yeah. Detroit and Chicago. It's like a five or six or six hour drive. It's not horrible. Yeah, it's totally so, drivable. Yeah. So we're, we, you know, the mom and I are texting and we're like, okay, it's going to be really expensive. So the kids need to understand that if this is happening, this is birthday presents. This is Hanukkah presents. This is Christmas presents. Like this is it because, you know, we're talking about concert, hotel, all yes. the, all the restaurants, everything. All of it. So all of it. It's a lot. But also, again, the, these girls and my friend's older daughter as well had a very rough year. They, they needed something. Yes. And, you know, I'm lucky enough that I'm in a place that we could financially afford it. You know, we, yeah. we haven't been traveling. We have, you know, yeah. money that has been budgeted in one place is available for you somewhere else. Yeah. So we, we book the tickets. Um, they were not the best seats. Could not have cared any less. I was yes. looking for honestly the cheapest seats possible because yeah. we're talking about a thirteen-year-old, a twelve-year-old, and a nine-year-old. Right, 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 and right. I am not interested <laughs> in dropping a penny more than I had to. <laughs> and it's funny because I was listening to Rebecca, you know, on last month's overflow and like all the preparation they did and that Kara like, decorated the the yes. Airbnb. We did not do any of that. What I did do, however, was buy two bags of snacks from Trader Joe's for the drive. That was really fun. That was um, obviously that the most obviously. important part. Yes. Well, because also, you know, there's side note, there's no Trader Joe's in <coughs> Canada. So so that was that was a big the kids were very excited to go through that bag. So Anyway, we are, we have the tickets and, um, a week and a half before we realized that there was a miscommunication. Um, I, it all worked out, but I had thought that the other mom was, um, book getting, taking care of the hotel. Um, she had not booked anything. And because we're idiots, we did not think to look and see what else might be happening in Chicago when we were there. And guess what? It was the Chicago marathon weekend. Oh no. Yeah. So we're scrambling to find a hotel. It all worked out. We found a place. We paid an exorbitant amount of money, but again, like we already had the tickets. It's like, well, we're in it now. Honestly, honestly. So, um, we, we ended up Letting the girls, because we were right near each other, we let the girls, and there were very strict rules in place. The three girls had a hotel room. The moms had a hotel room. Um, like they were not allowed to leave the room or open the door unless they let us know in advance. Like we were yeah. calling the room and saying we're coming over. We were very, very strict about that. Also, side note, while I'm thinking about this, this was one of those hotels that the key only let you onto the floor that your key is. Oh, uh, your room is right, right. Yeah. So, um, far less chance of people coming in and like you, you had to be associated with that room that far. Yes. Anyway, it was such a great weekend to be there because first of all, the morning of the marathon, the whole city is shut down and we were staying downtown. Oh, fun. We walking all over in the middle of the streets. Everything is blocked off. That was super fun. Oh, and yay. Then we went to Target because the girls all wanted to buy new outfits and there's no Target in Canada either. Right. So we went, we took the girls to Target. We're like, you can each choose one outfit. And they, I've never spent so much time in Target. I actually wanted to like, I, I don't, I, I could have started drinking at 10 a.m. It was horrible. Honestly, it was the yes. worst, the actual worst. And it, it, like we were, it's hurting cats. Like one yes. was over here, one was over here, trying on this, trying to find that. And you know, like you find one thing at Target you like, and you're looking for it in a smaller size. Nothing's in order. It was a disaster. We were literally there for over an hour, only oh looking gosh. at clothes. Yes. Only looking at clothes. 
Well, and as as Rebecca pointed out, like what you wear, it really really matters. It's such an important part of the experience. Yes. 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 So, and I was totally comfortable with that. So, um, uh, it just took it just took too long. But they were so happy. They were so happy. Yes. So then we just spent the rest of the morning, you know, just walking around, relaxing, and then we went back to the hotel. The girls were tired, and we're like, "Well, if you're tired now, we need to." Also, because there's a time difference, so just by an yes. hour. But we knew the concert was going to be late, so I brought. Um, it, it was funny to me when we're because I didn't listen to the over the overflow last month until after we got back. I, as a surprise, bought different color color boas for everyone because oh, I fun. knew. I know because I knew that even if the girls and me and my friend, if we didn't like what we were wearing, a feather boa would fix it because yep, put a boa on it. It's like a hairy thing. So yes, so we you know we take the Uber to the to the concert. The girls spent so much time doing their makeup, doing their. It was like they were so happy and so excited. And we get there, and it was. I mean, we were at the United Center. It's like twenty five thousand people, and. This was the first time any of us had been anywhere like that since COVID started. Yes. We really had a moment of all of us of overwhelm. We were, when you walk in, um, there were like all the cool Instagrammable moments and all that fun stuff, but we were packed together like sardines. Oh Um, my. Just, there is no judgment. I don't care what anybody else does, but we put our masks on at that point because I was like, it was like my first time doing that. I was so overwhelmed. Um, and then we, my daughter, like people are trying to get through. We were squish, squish, squish. And Lily looks at me and she's like, everybody is so nice. And this is, I mean, going back to some of the things Rebecca has said, it really is a community experience. Like people might be pushing through you, but they're saying, excuse me. People might be like, everybody was lovely. So nice. And, um, you know, we get to our seats. We watch the opening act. It was fun. Um, there were a couple of bad words. So the nine-year-old was like, deeply offended. Scandalized. Um, <laughs> scandalized. And um, really, like, they, it was just so funny. But then Harry comes on. And for all of these girls, this is their first concert. Yes. And part oh of what gosh. actually drove, I know, part of what actually drove me to do this is my first concert. My parents took me and my younger sister and brother to see Michael Jackson Thriller. That was my <gasps> first concert. Julie. Yeah. I know. Oh so, my gosh. So lucky. So I, I really wanted to be part of my kids' first concert Whoa. experience because that, I just feel like it's a nice That's thing to do. That's so great. I know. So. Meg, I, the pictures of Lily that I took, her face was, I've never seen her smile so big. Her face was literally stretched out and shining from smiling. He's an incredible performer. No surprise to anyone. I mean, once we booked, we bought the tickets, I started listening and I was like, oh my God, he's really good. And this is (laughs) like, Cause you know, like I'm hearing this, the things that are on the radio, but I never really did the Harry deep dive. So I started to do the Harry deep dive. Yes. Um, he's amazing. I also feel like I have to say, um, after that con- concert, I informed Noah that were Harry ever to hit on me, I would be leaving <laughs> Noah. And Noah was like, all right, well, that's, I guess, good to know. And I was like, I, I understand it's never going to happen, but I just want to prepare it's you. Just, yes. Yes. It's Let's just, just make it happen. clear. Let's all way, be Rebecca, honest with if ourselves. If that does happen, we're coming to visit you. Okay, just so you know, because um, you know, like awesome, so like we, you know, we have yes. to make sure we all get our chance to meet Harry. But anyway, yes. um, it was wonderful, and 
she like she was so happy and we were so happy and the whole room was happy and you know what was really cute was you know like every concert they do the fake end before the encore of course the yes. girls were so upset they were so disappointed oh gosh, it's done yes. already and i was like dudes listen yeah it's not over till the lights go back on yeah like, just keep on cheering keep on yeah absolutely and, yes yeah it was it, it was amazing and then we got you know the like I, I don't need to say half the things because Rebecca already covered it last month, but it was just such a positive experience. Yes. And it was a re- I, I had like a very emotional moment looking out at everyone, experiencing this together. And it was really, you know, life is never going to be totally normal again post-COVID, right. but it was like, yeah. this is what normal life in COVID or after COVID yeah. is, is going to be. And it's still livable and doable. And right. it was really wonderful. And the music was great and fun and just felt so good. And, um, getting back to the hotel was a bit of a, of a goat rodeo because <laughs> the, the Uber situation was a nightmare. And oh, anybody no. who piece of advice for any Chicago superstars, don't go to the tent where they tell you to go wait for your Ubers, make other arrangements. It was a disaster. <laughs> and we got home, we got back to the hotel and the girls were, were so happy and so tired. Yes. And then we woke up the next day and it was Canadian Thanksgiving, which is totally different from American Thanksgiving. It is not at all the same level yeah. of pomp and circumstance. Uh-huh. So it was uh-huh. not a big deal. The girls were like I they were like hung over uh-huh. from like exhaustion and yes. sadness. And the whole drive home they just kept saying, I can't believe it's over. I miss being excited. And I was like, Oh, I know, I know. Sweet and I was like, girls. well, my we friends, all know that feeling so we well. Do, we do. So yes. they're so happy. They're still talking about it. And I, I look at the pictures. One of the girls made a, a, a group chat and people will still periodically be like, remember when we did this? But here's the best part. It's not the best part, but this was really funny. After the marathon, um, the, my friend and I went, we left the hotel to go get, get some food for the kids to eat while they were getting ready because we knew we weren't going to actually have time for a normal dinner. And yeah, part of the most entertaining parts of the entire weekend were listening to the marathoners talk. Oh. And they're talking about like, Oh, I just peed my pants while I was running. And oh, I, <laughs> and we're, we're looking at, in case nobody has figured this out, I am not a runner. I will run if my life depends on it. I don't have great it. knees. I have a big chest. I, I'm like, <laughs> give me my yoga. Give me my Pilates. I will walk as long as you know I'm not running. So, and same thing with my friend. And we're listening to all these people talk. And then the best, this woman is like, you know, like we're walking by her and we caught, only caught this snippet. She's like, yeah, like I was in incredible pain. And I thought to myself, look, if you die, you die. And my friend oh and I look at each gosh. other and we're like, whoa, like, no recreation should kill you intentionally. Like if you die, you die. You're running for fun and you're talking about death. So my girlfriend and I will periodically just text each other. If you die, you die. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, that was as adults, that was a very, very fabulous thing to hear. I'm really glad the kids didn't hear it because I was not interested in explaining that mindset. Um, oh my gosh, that is so yeah. funny. Yeah, wow. but it was really, it was wonderful and special and the girls were so happy and it's going to be a while until we do something like that again and yeah. uh, you'll be okay. 
but seriously, well, first of all, how many, how many people can say that their first concert was Michael Jackson thriller? I did I mean, not know that. I, that to me, this is, that's the biggest revelation of this entire conversation. Yeah. That, um, it was pretty great. <laughs> Listen, there are some benefits to having parents who, um, grew up in like really came of age in the, in the seventies, sixties yes. and seventies. That's for one sure. of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but the fact that this was their first concert and mm-hmm. that all of the things aligned for it to just work out so perfectly and what an incredible memory truly hands down for their first concert that is so amazing I'm so glad you guys got to do that and it really is so I think it's just such um, a testament to the way we all are constantly learning from each other in our awesome community and especially in our superstars community where you know, the things that we're, we're learning, the wisdom we're sharing, the enthusiasm we have for things, it really, you really don't even know the impact it's going to have. Right. And, you know, Rebecca has been sharing at first somewhat apologetically, but then very enthusiastically about Harry Styles and the fandom and all of that. And just the trickling effect of people just being empowered to embrace what they love is just, it was great. Makes me so happy. It was great. And then also I got to introduce the girls to the concept of a set list because they were trying to remember what songs were played. And I was like, one of you Google Harry Styles concert, United Center, you know, October 9th. And um, they were like, Oh my God, every song is listed. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, I'm so glad they got to experience the magic of an encore as well. Yes. Um, Daisy and some of her friends went to see um, the Wallows in Oklahoma City earlier this month. And this wasn't Daisy's first concert, but it's the first one that she like really recognized that feeling of a concert coming to an end and being bummed that they didn't play like the song that you uh-huh. wanted to hear. But then, and she was texting me and she was like, I guess we're about ready. And then she was then like a second later, she texts back, no, it's the encore. Don't come yet. And so, but then in the encore, they played like the song that she had wanted to hear. And it's, isn't that always oh, the case? They yes. say the song for the encore. Absolutely. And it's, it takes you from that feeling of like, like, oh yeah, that that was good. I'm glad I got to see them too. Like, oh my gosh, just you know, yeah. absolute fall apart. So yeah, it, yeah, it's, so I, I love fun. it. I also feel like, as far as it goes for Lily, I'm really cognizant. This is the beauty of having friends whose kids are five to seven years older than mine. I'm in a really small window where before it, that closes, and Lily wants to only go with her friends and be dropped yes. off. Yes. And the fact it's that she true. wanted to do it with me is yes. going to be above all the most precious memory to me because she wanted me to be there. And yeah. she grabbed my hand and you know, she will still call me mommy at home, but she doesn't ever call me that out of the house because you know, yeah. she's too cool very for that. Yeah, and very she too grabbed old. the yeah. hand and she, she's like, mommy, I can't believe we're here and I can't believe this is happening. And I'm so happy. And I was like, my heart like cracked into a million pieces, <laughs> blew into the air, then reassembled itself because <laughs> – Look, all of our kids have suffered in different ways for different reasons. COVID was very difficult, obviously. And yes. then middle school is just the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that she was able to just be so filled with joy. Yes. Like, that's all we want as parents is, yes. is, is happy kids. What a gift. What Truly. a gift. Oh, thank you for telling that story. I hadn't even gotten to, you had told me snippets along the way, but I hadn't gotten to hear the whole story. Oh, start that's to because, finish. Meg, I came home and immediately got sick. <laughs> 
Right. Oh, bless I had the sinus infection that took me down. Yes. And of course, I was convinced it was COVID. Um, but no, thank <laughs> God for antibiotics. I was on the couch yeah. for two days and then those drugs kicked in. Good to go. Yes. Yeah. Thank um, God. Speaking of gifts, you <gasps> sent me, you're always so good to do this. You send such great care packages. You sent me a an end depression care package. <laughs> Which was so great. Um, I've shared here and there that I have had a rough go with depression lately. Feeling better every day, every week, feeling a little bit better and a little bit steadier. But you sent me this incredible little care package that includes the pens that you just talked about on Friday's episode. Yes. Uh, Superstars, I'm just here to tell you they're everything that Julie raved about. Like, you're... (laughs) How how can you I have tried so many pens. I love pens. You love pens. We love pens. Mm-hmm. You think you've tried them all and it's like, what's another pen? And then you find the new one that's the new pen experience. <laughs> it like, is. I I don't even mind how much of a nerd I sound like when I say this pen is amazing. And you sent the whole set of them. And so I'm like hoarding them because all of my best pens, like you were saying at your office, they're going to walk, they will walk off. So Uh I'm hiding them and I will like ration them out to myself and not let anyone else see them. But thank you so much for sending that. Um, You know, a couple of people have checked in on me and some people have said like, I I just, I never know, like, should I check or should I just like you have your space? And I mean, that's the thing about all of us that have struggles with whatever kind of mental health issues. Sometimes even we don't know what we need or want or what is best. Mm-hmm. So um, it does, it is helpful when people are like, hey, I'm just thinking about you and you are always so good to pop something in the mail that. Well, just it is. I, I am just glad that you like receiving the packages because oh I think I get more pleasure putting them together and Ugh. sending them to you because I, I love this stuff. I do. Yes. I really do. Well, you're very good at it. Very gifted at the gifting oh, as is well established. So this has been so fun to sit and catch up. Do you have anything else? I know you were just on the show I and I know both of us kind of like empty I, our I, coffers when we do. I have something <laughs> really like important that. to share with the superstars. Okay. And at some point this is going to have to make it onto the main show. I saw a book online that I had oh, to Oh, yes. Uh-huh. I forgot. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. This is officially has become my new go-to present yes. for parents of one or two-year-olds. Because, okay. Like you need to have it in hand before you need it. The book is called Horizontal Parenting, How to Entertain Your Kid While Lying Down. <laughs> now, this is a real book, you guys. This, this is not book. even a joke. It's a real no, book. It's printed. It's, it's really cute. It's Julie like, is it's holding it in over hand. 100 pages. It yes. Is, I, I'll send a picture of it. You flip through. It's got all these different games. I mean, look, we have all been there. You're exhausted. It's like a Saturday morning. Yeah. Your horrible child has woken you up at 5.30. They are not yep. interested in going back to sleep. Right. I, we've, we have all been there. This book has games listed. Here's one called Mousetrap. Here's what it says. Oh, no, you've got a mouse problem. Only this infestation will last until they pack up for college. Still, you <laughs> might as well try to trap them. Lie on your back and lift one leg up. As your kids crawl around you in circles, gently snap your legs together at random to see if you can catch them one at a time. (laughs) That is genius. Do you know know. what a good – like there are – there's so many funny ideas in here. I mean, there – oh, here's a good one. Tiny Tooth Fairy. And then I'll just – give you a link to the book. Um, Your kid is the tooth fairy and you have just lost a tooth. As you sleep – so you have to lay down to sleep – 
they must place coins, small gifts, and notes underneath your pillow and then run and hide. When you wake up and check to see what the tooth fairy brought, you suddenly feel something wiggling in your mouth. What's this? Oh boy, you've just lost another tooth. Time to go back to sleep. And it says, no, this is better done after your kid is hip to the tooth fairy operation or else you risk stealing all sense of magic and wonder in the world. That's all. And then it says, bonus points, try using candy corn as teeth. <laughs> Perfect use of candy corn. Oh my gosh. This, honestly, like ninja walk, like where you pretend to sleep and the kid has to be a ninja around you and not wake you up while it does things. This is brilliance. So um, I'm going to give you the link to this and I I feel like we need to write Amazon a note. They are going to sell out. I am going to buy like four copies to have on hand for gifts because while many of my friends have are done having kids, every time you need something... This is perfect. Yes. Perfect. Horizontal parenting. Where did you even find this? I don't even know. I saw it somewhere oh and I was like, literally it was like immediate purchase and not not even for me. No. Right. I mean, my kids sadly are way past this, but you know. I think I could, I could get Nico to do a lot of those things for yeah, sure. And you, you know and you he's should. up at five o'clock on Saturday mornings. Like why do, clockwork, why that train that? is never late. <laughs> Just, just to give you some, some hope, Benji was exactly the same way. He now sleeps until like seven o'clock. Okay. There's hope. Seven would There's be hope. dreamy. Literally at dreamy. At this point. <laughs> oh my goodness, Julie. Thank you so much for taking time to my do pleasure. two conversations with me this week. For Listen, between Dawson's. Lady Bob and Noah, this is like the high points of my experience the past week. So this is a delight. Thank you for having me. You guys can always tag Julie in the Superstars Hangout. Of course, she's in the regular Hangout too, but she's always around in the Superstars Hangout if you want yeah. to have any follow-up conversation with her. And I do think you shared that picture. Didn't you have you and Lily at the concert on the Harry Styles concert thread? I okay. Did. So you can go and check that out. You know where to find me if you want to find me on social media. And as always, we are so, so, so thankful for the support of our superstars. We could not keep this whole operation running without you. So thank you guys for your support. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all next time. 